millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Anthony Peeler, Alfonso Ellis, Joey Devine, Latero Green, Elmar Spencer, Sean Keane. Houston, Sasha Danilovich, Patreons, Alan Strickland Williams, thank you, Alan, Drew Clady, thank you, Drew, Jordan Smith, thank you, Jordan, musical guest, Quicksilver Messenger Service. And now, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with America's newest dog owner. Uh, he's He used to be an uncle dad, now he's a doggy dad. It's Sean Keane. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I still, I would say I feel uncomfortable being referred to as the dog's parent. I know I effectively am, but at the same time being called like, I don't know. I still, I still feel like I'm like the dog's uncle. I don't know. Well, you're going to have to get over that. You fucking weirdo. Um, I just, it's so, your I just, own dog. You own it this It is my dog. own dog, but I'm not, I feel like I'm not his dad. I'm not her dad. 
I mean, I kind of am her dad, but yeah. I don't know. It, it just feels weird. I don't like fur baby. I also. Well, uh, yeah, don't no no fur baby. Yeah, I was um, I was really pretty insistent that I so you're supposed to give the dog a command mm-hmm. when they go outside and you're trying to potty train him. And I really didn't want to say go potty mm-hmm. because I live in Oakland and I didn't want to walk down Telegraph Avenue. So what are you saying? Like, hey, dog, take a shit. Well, they <laughs> they they suggest one of the dog trainers suggested get busy. And I really like that. But my girlfriend really did not like that. I'm I'm with your girlfriend on that one. Um, I, you know- I just started saying go potty. That's what happened. Yeah. It, it took like two hours. And I was like, please. It's really cold on the balcony. You know what they say, Sean? Uh, Anyone can be a dog father, but it takes someone special to be a dog dad. Ooh, okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you've got to think about it. Do you think think she's going to have a feeling like Shaq had about his dad? She'll be like, Sean is my father because Mm -hmm. the biological didn't bother. Yep. I do think that uh, you just have to uh, own several thousand more businesses. Um, <laughs> Sean, uh, you oh, saw. Wait, can I hold on? Can I can I make one Shack related comment here? Sure, go ahead. I'm about to review uh, this show called Tanked, where Shack gets a fish tank, mm-hmm. and it's an Animal Planet show. It is clearly beneath Shack, uh-huh. but his love of getting free stuff yeah. is so powerful. Uh, it's it's impressive. Um, that puppy's really going to town on that toy in the background. Um, Sean, what? <laughs> Sean, what? Uh, where can you listen to? Pe- where can people listen to you talk about the show Tanked? Oh, thanks for thanks O'Neal. for yeah. It's uh, patreoncom slash Pod, where uh, uh, you get access to exclusive Patreon only podcasts and access to the Discord. Joey, what's the Discord like? Um, it's, uh, pretty fun. Uh, uh-huh. you know, there's a lot of, a lot of NBA talk, a lot of, a lot of inside jokes. Our friend El Hafnero, our friend, uh, Taxi Mr. Laza, uh. It's very international. It's more yeah. international than yeah. I would have expected. Same. Um, also, while we're doing business, I guess, uh, at Round Rock Pod on Twitter, roundrockpod at gmail.com. Um, five star reviews. It's weird. iTunes. We, you know, the bit, we don't have to do the bit. Sean, you, um, (laughs) you saw Clippers Warriors in person last night. How'd that go in person? Um, it was pretty fun. Even when they were getting beat in the second half, uh, it's funny. Like, uh, I, I hadn't really seen the warmups of a basketball game in a while live. And, uh, the funniest things to me were that, Okay, so Patrick Baldwin Jr. looks like he will never miss. He has beautiful form. He only missed one three in the whole warmups. Kevon Looney, however, did not shoot from further than like two feet from the basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it which was also inspiring. Like, <laughs> who during the pregame shooting is like banking, banking shots in with with each hand? just from directly into the basket. It was very inspiring. And then um, I can tell you who does that. Uh, I went to a WNBA game one time and Lisa Leslie did that. I mean, two of the greats. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa Leslie and Kevon Looney. Honestly, kind of uh, similar games. Um. Yeah. 
I mean, they're both very smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the what was like? Oh, the um, the Clippers are a bummer, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, that. It... <laughs> It's Did you weird find to it see. Weird? Oh, yeah, you were yeah, go ahead. Sorry. okay. You were at the game, so you missed the Tyloo mic'd up segments. Yeah, there was I did a... get to see Stan Van Gundy thoroughly enjoying himself during any break. He like really watches the scoreboard. He like applauds for the performers. Well, Sean, let me tell you, there was one point where Tyloo was mic'd up, uh-huh. and he very clearly was just begging his team to try. Oh, that that is like so it's very weird that the starting lineup has three guys who weren't on the Clippers three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like, wow, how did they how are they starting that many buyout guys? And then I realized that uh, they actually traded for two of them. Doesn't mm-hmm. it feel like Mason Plumley and Eric Gordon both got bought out? Um, it's like because they were going to get bought out. Anyway, Eric Gordon does not look like he is used to playing uh, serious basketball. Let me just say that. Uh, well, I would also he's say... He's never it, looked more like the round Mamba than before. Well, I would also say that Kawhi Leonard doesn't look like he's played serious basketball since he was on the Raptors. Well, he's um, like he's like making lots of shots, though. But yeah, it was yes, weird that but he'd he like... like hustle. He was getting kind of stymied by... Uh, like not wonderful defend like he had Jordan I mean I think he scored a lot of points in the game but he did yeah uh but I just mean there's no urgency <laughs> with how he plays basketball anymore no although <laughs> I mean the whole team felt like I mean also I hate to say this Joey but um uh Bones Highland looked absolutely terrible and really small Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he I is don't really think you small. understand how like small and he was fouling so much and he was only guarding like Ty Jerome. <laughs> I just I feel like the Clippers didn't watch him play basketball before they made that trade. <laughs> I mean, did you see there was an interview like two days, the second game after he left the team where they asked Paul George a question about him and he was like, Paul Tyler, you know, he's. um, Well, uh. <laughs> He gives a lot of effort. Like it, it took him so long to say something positive about him. And like, it's just such a weird team. It's like, they're trying to build an all-star team for 2017. <laughs> like everybody's old. Everybody. Terrence Mann's not old. old. He's good. Who's, uh, who's not Terrence old? Mann. He's not old. He's good. <laughs> I mean, he's fine. He's like, <laughs> Terrence Mann is like, I don't know, poor man's Monty Morris. Mm-hmm. That's rough. I mean, it's well, I no, know. I don't think that's right. Uh, Monty Morris is like a a traditional point guard. He's like a point guard. Terrence Mann is like <laughs> I don't know a, a backup scoring point, uh, but he drives. He doesn't really. I don't know. He's fine. They have a bunch of guys that are fine, but their team is so famous compared to how good they are. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy disparity, but I do think it's like, well, I want to, well, we'll, we'll talk about it a little more in the news, but yeah, like uh, Westbrook was like trying, but then got shook up. And I mm-hmm. think 
part of it was that the the Warriors were almost like the, you know how you they, they, they ran like, the Tony Allen defense on him. They ran the Tony Allen defense, but like meaner. Yeah, because <laughs> when they would like leave Tony Allen alone, Draymond was like not guarding him and then backing up two steps, like to make sure he saw that he was unguarded, yeah. and he just melted down a little bit. And yeah. it still looked like the way Westbrook melts down is really interesting because he's always trying to do too much. So he like kept getting the ball stolen. And then when he wasn't wide open, he'd sometimes take threes. There was one, he missed threes from the same spot in the same possession. And then he'd like run into Jordan Poole. And it's like when Jordan Poole is stopping you on defense, that was, that was rough. Well, uh, Sean, I want to ask you. Yeah. As a Warriors fan, um, uh-huh. this has probably been like one of the more miserable seasons in years. Um, yeah, I feel like it shouldn't be, though. But yes, it is. They is, can't. Yeah, go ahead. And, uh, I mean, they've only won seven road games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but they've only lost seven home games. Yeah, it's very weird. But my question for you is. Uh-huh. Is it weird to you that they're in fifth place in the West? It is, but then, okay, so here's, yes, it's weird they're in fifth place. It's weird they won four games in a row at home, Uh because, of course, they'll win them at home, and they're, like, alone in fifth place now. Mm -hmm. It seems bizarre. But then, then, like, you watch the Clippers, or you watch the Timberwolves, and you're like, well, they're better than them. You know what I mean? It's, like, such a down year for the West where... Like this Mavericks team is kind of sad. I mean, they're interesting because they at least kind of have an identity now, which is Luca and Kyrie are going to try to score 75 points. Mm-hmm. We're also going to give up 75 points to any random two players on your team. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's weird, except you're like, you know, none of these teams are that good. Like, like there's one good, there's one definitely good team in the West, and then one team that might be really good in the West. I think the Suns. Yeah, but like the Grizzlies aren't all that. What about Team Beam? Um, they're like fun. They, they're <laughs> like a team that look. I'm. I really think that they're. We are going to end up with a Warriors Kings first round series. Oh, Once I, I started do thinking not. about it. I do not. You don't think it's going to happen? No, Adam Silver is going to rig it so it's Warriors Suns. I mean, he can try, but uh <laughs> I just I just think the Suns are going to pass the Kings. That's that's all. I guarantee you. They the the league is the league is definitely going to rig it so the Warriors play the Suns at some point in the playoffs. Um yeah, and that I mean, would be the second round because one of those two teams is losing in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got to make it happen in the first round. But if they can happen. get it in the first round, that's definitely. I'm telling Ooh. you, like, it's their one chance at ratings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was it was rough that the Lakers uh, made a bunch of like really competent um non-star chasing yeah. like moves for the future at the deadline and then uh, LeBron's foot fell off. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Um All right, Sean, before we get to the news, yeah. uh let's we have a phone call. Oh, nice. 
Sean and Joey can't come to the phone right now, but luckily phones are the domains of me, a robot. If you know the extension of Tillman Fertita, please dial it now. Press 1 to have a single beer with Zach Lowe. Press 2 for Senegal-related inquiries. Press 3 for Movie Times read by Brooke Lopez. Press 33 to hear problematic things Bill Simmons wrote in the early 2000s. Press 0 at any time to leave a message for Sean and Joey. That's right, you two can leave a message for Sean and Joey, just dial 323-682-0342. Once again that number is, 323-682-0342, please give me a call, being a robot is a solitary road. Alright Sean, so last week, uh, we had an extended conversation about Beach Gene Simmons' Mike Love. From the Beach Boys. Um, and weirdly, uh, he called us. That's right. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Mike Love called us on the phone, Sean. So here is that call. Hey, it's Mike Love. I'm in San Fran tonight to see the W's play the Rockets. Stamos got free ticks and asked if I wanted to go. What he didn't tell me is that Steph isn't playing. Anyway, Stamos is going to take me all around the hotspots later this weekend, so I'm cool with that. You know, like Fisherman's Wharf, Jillian's Dairy Square, Stoughton's Town. Oh, speaking of hotspots, I always thought that Kokomo was a real place. What? I guess Brian never gives me the heads up on anything anymore. Oh, Stamos just got me a new hat. <laughs> Gotta go try it on. Thanks. See you later. Uh, what kind of hat do you think John Stamos got Mike Love, Sean? Yeah, I think it might be like a baseball cap. Could be. I, he's Maybe been wearing a little breathable those, like, in the back. He's been wearing those uh, old man, like, almost a newsy cap, but like like oh. one Uncle Junior would wear lately. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, like, I yeah. don't know what that hat is called. Golfing uh, with a leprechaun. South Beach yeah. Golf. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say, I think that one Starbucks in Los Feliz that has like a roastery, mm-hmm. the baristas in that part of the Starbucks have to wear those hats. <laughs> but if you go to the regular coffee one, they can just do whatever, just wear a visor or whatever. Um, anyway... Uh, weird to me that Stamos did not show, was not going to show Mike Love the Full House house. Um. Yeah, he was probably like... I guess they've both seen it before, though. Oh, that's true, yeah. They've, <laughs> they've been in the, they, they don't have to visit it again. Well, also, also, once Mike Love heard it was Painted Ladies, and he was really disappointed that it was houses and not some kind of, like, burlesque... Girls. Sex thing, yeah. Girls, um... Anyway, thanks, Mike Love. Uh, thanks, Mike Love. Gene Simmons, if you're listening, please call us. Um, Bill, uh, Billy Joel, if you're listening, mm-hmm. please call us. Who are my favorite other rock and roll jerks? Uh, Win Butler. No, we don't want a call from Win Butler. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too big a jerk. Uh, yeah. Not what? Not not. Shouldn't no. have phone privileges. I'm gonna say this right now. Win Butler, if you are listening, you are not allowed on this podcast. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. I like it. Uh, Billy right. Corgan. 
Billy Corgan, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good rock and roll jerk. Go. Yeah, we want to find out uh, <laughs> that con about man? Billy Corgan's dunk. Yeah, that right? con man who conned Live, the band Live, he can oh, call. Please call it. Yeah, anybody <laughs> but the bass player from Live can call him. Um, <laughs> the con man for sure. <laughs> uh, oh, Doctor Phil Towel, if you're listening. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> I want to hear from uh, you from, from some from, kind of some monster. From Metallica's Metallica's therapist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's a member of Metallica. Um, <laughs> yeah, they gave him a million dollars at the end of that therapy session. Yeah, Anton Newcomb. If you're listening, I want to hear from you. Oh, from the Brian Jonestown yeah, Massacre? Yeah, from the Brian Jonestown Massacre, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, anyone in the Dandy Warhols can call. <laughs> Past or present. I mean, it's not as, but you know. Um, all right, let's talk news, Sean. (laughs) This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Oh, Liam Gallagher? You can call Noel Gallagher? No. Um, Sean, our first story, it's breaking. Uh, one of our favorite players in the NBA, B-Ball Paul, uh, today tweeted at the official NBA refs account a video of him not fouling Christian Wood but getting called for a foul and said... How is this a foul? Can you please explain? I clearly gave him more than enough space to land, so no need to fall. And then 15 minutes later, quote tweeted it and said, I understand referees are human and make mistakes. Ain't nobody perfect. I'm just asking so I can know what to do differently so I don't lose my minutes. (laughs) So, Sean, um... This is clearly not really a tweet directed at the referees. Like, yes, he's annoyed by the foul, but mm-hmm. really, this is a man who was frustrated by being coached by Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he doesn't <laughs> want to lose his minutes because of this foul. Clearly, he has lost his minutes for non non mistakes like this uh-huh. before. Um, and everyone, pretty much everyone, agrees he should play more. I think. Well, and and what did <laughs> what did they Doc do Rivers. instead? <laughs> what did they do instead with the backup center position? Uh, you tell me, Sean. <laughs> they signed Dwayne Dedman. I mean, I know he's not really playing, but yeah, they they also uh, took um, uh, they, they they took D. Anthony Melton out of the starting lineup. Yeah, and. PJ Tucker, by the way, one 133 to 126 uh-huh. win. It was <laughs> full zeros. Completely incredible. Yeah, he <laughs> he ended up scoring three points and committing three fouls. Uh he made his he made one of his two three-pointers. That was his statistical contribution in 24 minutes. Joey, do you know what his plus minus was? Oh, great question. Uh I do not. Now, they lost this game by seven points. Mm-hmm. He played 24 minutes. He was minus 30, Joey. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, our friend uh, George Nyang, 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I don't know why I said his first name like that. Uh, <laughs> plus 17 and 11 men. So congratulations. Love George Yang. Yeah. Um, yeah. Play Yang and B-Ball Paul Moore, everyone, uh, if they're on your your team. Um, anyway, Sean, yeah. have you ever been so frustrated by someone else that you kind of took it out on something on some other person? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely have done that in the past before. Uh, clearly, that's what makes me me, baby. <laughs> um, the worst thing that happened when I did this was uh, there was a I was I was lifeguarding on the Fourth of July, mm-hmm. and the power went out in the neighborhood. And uh, right when that the, and the other the other lifeguard we were supposed to have had like called in sick or not showed up or something so there were a lot of people at the pool i was in charge and then this uh this french child uh just threw up so much in the pool and i had to clear it and then his french dad just kept getting really defensive and so i'm like you know cleaning vomit and dumping chlorine in the pool and the kids keep asking uh when the pool's gonna open and the french dad just keeps going sometimes kids just throw up it happens. <laughs> and uh, one kid uh, asked me as I was like stra- using the pool strainer to pick up like loose vomit if he could go off the diving board. And I went, you're benched. <laughs> it was unfair. That was my uh, b-ball Paul moment. Um, I don't really have a direct b-ball Paul moment, but that's uh, that. That story you just told just reminded me of a story about feeling really, really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Uh, And one time in college, I, I went to college in Monterey and I would hang out on Fridays with my friend who went to college in Santa Cruz and we'd go see movies. And, uh, we went to go and, I went there knowing when I got back to Monterey, my girlfriend was going to break up with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I proceeded to, um, my friend and I were supposed to go see a movie, but then right as we were about to leave for the movie, we already had tickets, but he got called into work, so had to go to work. So I went to see the movie Old Boy with oh, no. his girlfriend, who I didn't know. Meanwhile, the entire time feeling bad, knowing my girlfriend was going to break up with me. And then I saw the movie Old Boy. Wow. That's... And it made me feel so bad, my stomach hurt. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. Didn't your parents also give you like an Xbox or something? No, that's a different. That's a different oh. story. We'll tell oh, that sorry. story another time. Um. <laughs> um. All right. Okay. So, Speak- B-ball Paul, play, play him. Yeah. Come on. Uh, also, just like or trade him, Daryl yeah. Morey, just trade him. He's too cheap, Joey. Clearly, Doc Rivers isn't going to play him. It's like a waste. <laughs> um, By the uh, way, Paul Reed in his nine minutes plus seven. Yeah, of course, he's always a plus. <laughs> um, 
Do you All think right. do you think this will be effective or do you think Doc Rivers will be annoyed by this tweet? Doc's going to hate this. Also, Doc doesn't know what Twitter is. He somehow does not know what Twitter is. Doc is too busy golfing to know what Twitter is. Yeah, his Twitter has only been hacked, really. Yeah. <laughs> um All right, I guess we have to talk about one of the more depressing pieces of news. Uh Sean, oh, do yeah. you want to walk us through this? So in a um, in a wild expose from The Washington Post, uh, they reported on uh, some alleged misbehavior from John Morant this summer. Uh, Now, the first story um, we had heard before, because so uh, John Morant's uh, planet, he's got a people are coming over his house for a pickup game. Mm -hmm. There's a 17 year old in attendance. And uh, at one point, I don't know if he's fouled or something happens in the game and he throws the ball in anger. And in his account, he accidentally hit John Morant in the face. No, he threw the ball at John Morant. He threw the ball at his face. And so obviously that's uh, a faux pas. Somebody grabbed the kid and John Morant punched him. And then I think maybe he got beat up. He did. I think, though, we need to... It, what's important here is the details of this are, like, something out of, like, uh, New Jack City. <laughs> because what happens <laughs> is yeah. John Moran's friend, friend, uh, like, grabs the kid, and then John Morant grabs his other shoulder and he looks at his friend and is like, should I do it? Yeah. <laughs> Should I do it? And the guy's like, yeah, do it. And then John mm-hmm. Morant punch sucker punches the kid in the face. Yeah. And <laughs> which uh, is like straight up movie villain behavior. It is very, it is very movie stuff, I would say for sure. Um, um and then apparently, you know, the kid got I don't know. The police said he had a big nod on his head, so I'm sure he got hit in the head. I'm sure he got punched a couple times. Now, John Morant does say the kid did then say that he was going to come back with people and light up his house like the 4th of July. That is what that is what he said. Uh, And John Morant is the one who called the cops in this uh, in this situation. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So. (laughs) Um, So. We've got a uh, and and the guy who was involved in this, who's involved in all of these, uh, appears to be maybe John Morant's personal bodyguard mm-hmm. and friend. Uh, it's the same guy who um, got into the fight because he was yelling at Andrew Nemhard. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's awesome. We should say we haven't talked about the Pacers at all on this show this year, but uh, the Pacers are fun. Andrew Nemhart is cool. All right, keep going. <laughs> uh, so this guy was he was banned because he walked onto the court uh, during the Pacers game, and you can't you can't mm-hmm. walk on the court and uh, threaten the other team. You just you know you can't do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was also in the in the SUV with Jaw that followed that drove past the Pacers team bus. And pointed lasers in there. Mm-hmm. Now it could be the laser from a gun sight, or it could have just been, I guess, a laser pointer. Um, it was not a laser pointer. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> uh, so this guy's name is Devonte Pack. So he was involved in that. He has been banned for a year from the games. He was also the one who um, he is. He is named in the lawsuit from the teenagers. So he 
also punched him. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but we kind of knew about this. We the knew new that. allegation. Yeah. The new allegation is that when they were escorting him off the property, John Morant uh, displayed a gun uh, mm-hmm. stuffed into his pants. Yeah. Also, very like movie villain. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how people normally carry guns. Joey, it's in their like, pants. Yeah, yeah, it's in, in the pants. down the front of their pants like that. I feel like that's sort of like for display. What I do don't you think? Know. It's do you think they carry it in the back of their pants like an undercover cop? Yeah, I think that's more. <laughs> it just seems like it would be really uncomfortable. See, you know but what I mean? it would be way more uncomfortable to sit on the gun if it's in the back. I mean, of your the, pants. the whole thing. I mean, like yeah. I don't even like sitting on my wallet. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I guess you do front pocket. It's got to be front of your pants, dude. It just seems like it seems like the barrel of the gun being near your dick would be. I don't know. I, I don't like it either way. Uh, there's no good answer there, I guess. Uh, so that's the new allegation. Now, the one story that people did not know about uh, is, I'm going to say, significantly funnier. It's, um, it's definitely I it's, funnier. I know uh, it's troubling, but yeah. um, so John Rand's mom was at a, a finish ball, line, yeah. a finish line, a shoe yeah. store. <laughs> I don't is finish line affiliated with one of the brands. I don't, I don't think know. So. Anyway, it's it's a shoe. It's a mall shoe store. Uh, and his mom uh, called him worse footlogger. <laughs> yeah. So his mom apparently had a negative interaction with a clerk at the finish line. And John Morant decided, I need to go to the mall and well, stand up for my mom. First off, well, <laughs> first off, we have to, uh, this one's sort of on the mom to me. Like, why are you calling your son to be like, I just got in a fight with this guy at the finish line? And I can't, I don't understand, but for whatever reason, John Morant decided he needed eight different associates uh-huh. to go with him to the store. Um which to me is like that's at least two cars. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being well, like they might have like a big suburban? I don't think they're all riding in one car. It's <laughs> definitely multiple cars. But like, if you're the guy who's in like the second SUV mm-hmm. and you're you're not even driving, mm-hmm. you're like the seventh guy there, and then you're like, "What are we doing?" And they're like, uh, "Yeah, a, a shoe salesman." <laughs> Yelled at Jaws mom. We're like, we're what? What? What are we doing? <laughs> we're gonna get it. We're gonna get Al Bundy. Uh, there aren't a lot of famous shoe salesmen. Although, if it was Adam Sandler's The Cobbler, they would have their hands full. Anyway, um, <laughs> they never made it to the finish line. Uh, they because boo, they showed up. Boo. <laughs> I mean, they really didn't make it there. Uh, they apparently were were confronted by the the head mall cop, uh-huh. Paul Blart himself. Memphis Paul Blart uh, showed up, and um, the accusation is that he was pushed in the head. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's somebody maybe trying to manufacture an assault charge. I don't even really understand what that means. Pushed in the head, so he's not even really? saying he got hit. I mean, I, I understand what it means. It's like a, it's two, kind of a, a two-handed push on someone's head. That's um, weird. It's just a weird move from um, Mr. Pack or whoever it was. I'm not, no one, knows. anyway. Uh, and then they were asked to leave the mall. And uh, and then um, Jaw asked, he wanted to know when the guy got off work. Mm-hmm. Like they were going to come back and, and uh, fight a mall cop. Yeah. With their nine guys. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that was a weird story too um mm-hmm. so the other confrontations they've had this year they pointed uh, guns at uh, Rick Carlisle's friends. <laughs> Rick Carlisle's, yeah. Rick Carlisle's friends, mall shoe store, 17-year-old pickup player, uh, Shannon Sharp. Mm-hmm. Those are the, that's the enemies list. That's the Mount Rushmore yeah. of John Morant's rivals. Like, look, very clearly, here's my take on this, Sean. Uh-huh. This is very clearly troubling and bad behavior, and Josh yeah. should... Uh, Maybe not be so into violence. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But what I will say is when you list it as mall cop, teen acting like a jerk at a pickup basketball game, Uh Rick Carlisle's friends, and Shannon Sharp, Mm -hmm. that is like a list of America's greatest enemies. Yeah. And like... This, if this were like the Great Depression, John Morant would be like a John Dillinger style folk hero. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> it's like America's fight bucket list. Yeah, he'd be like, he would be <laughs> like a <laughs> like a folk hero. There would Woody Guthrie would be writing a song about John Morant. <laughs> yeah, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> it's basically what we're saying here. Now, my question is. This is all kind of s- popped up this year. Like, I don't mm-hmm. really remember John Morant being particularly uh, down to throw down before right. this year. Um, well, he did threaten to shoot somebody on Twitter last year, if you remember. Oh, that's right. It he was, was a like... rap lyric, but yes. <laughs> um, But do you think he's overcompensating because... He kind of backed him. They the Grizzlies kind of painted themselves into a corner, saying that Jordan Poole touching his kneecap, uh, like like put him on the bench for months. That's, Is he trying to prove he's tough after that? Um, maybe, but I think it more has to deal with that entire series was a uh, a series of John Morant included, but also a lot of the Golden State Warriors and the fans of both uh, teams acting like huge snitches. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I got to get rid of snitches. I got to be armed to take them down. Now, my my corollary is, do you think Dylan Brooks behaves the way he does because he uh, wants to compensate for being a Canadian? No, I, I think Dylan Brooks is a uniquely just strange individual, and I've come to that based on the outfits he now wears going to games. <laughs> yeah, that was he's he's either blossoming or spiraling. I can't really tell which. Either like, way, he dresses like uh, a he he now dresses like he is an extra in one of the as one of the people who live underground in the movie Demolition Man. Yeah, and it's it's also like it's I could like see this futuristic hobo. Futuristic hobo but also like showing a lot of skin so yeah. it's almost like see becoming a gay icon cuz this is like something Gabe Kapler would have worn for a photo shoot when he was in the minor leagues, you know? Like it's weird. Uh and again, that either means he's very comfortable with himself and he's living his truth or he's lost touch with yeah, his aesthetic reality. is now sort of like 
Cisco. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> From yeah. the Thong Song. From the course, Thong Song. I mean, yeah, formerly yeah. of Drew Hill, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, very from, specifically uh, from... post-Thong Song Cisco. You know what I mean? Like, that weird 1999 futurist shirtless uh, year. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, like we're like we're Cisco some... in a video for the Godzilla soundtrack. It's always weird in in the in the like futuristic movies how like shirtless people are. I'm like yeah. that feels like that would be a real priority with no <laughs> law. Just like even just staying away from uh, the sun, you know. Mm-hmm. Sean, I've got something I want to run by you. Okay, grit and grand jury. Is Ooh, that something? I like it. I like it. Grit and grand jury. We're making the t-shirts. Um, also, Sean, uh-huh. should we talk about Jaws' agent real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His agent's Mike Miller. Wait, is it? No, his agent's... No, uh, sorry. No, no. Mike Miller hangs out at Jaws' house, though, right? That's that's the yeah. troubling thing. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, like... Mike Miller is Paolo Bancaro's agent. I sorry, I got confused by the two Mike Miller stories this week. Wait, wait, that Mike Miller yes. is Paolo Banker. That is bizarre. No, also- and it's a re- there's a really funny story about Mike Miller on draft night when it was like a surprise that the magic were Paolo Bancaro told this story. Uh-huh. It was like a surprise that he was going first, you know. Mm-hmm. And Paolo told the story that Mike Miller would kept like talking to himself while text messaging, being like, be an agent, Mike. Come on, be an agent while texting people. It's <laughs> amazing. Uh, this is the guy who uh, owned an illegal monkey uh-huh. for a while. Um, he also <laughs> was like coaching high school basketball, I think. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, he was there. Uh, Joey, do you know what Mike Miller's son's name is? Maverick. It's Maverick. It's Maverick, but without the E. Without the E. (laughs) Maverick. He basically Uh named him after Rick Carlisle. Are you sure about that? Well, I mean, he was the Mavs Rick. (laughs) I mean, yes, but also, is it possible (laughs) that he is... Mike Miller, famously LeBron's friend. Is it is it possible that he named him after Maverick Carter? Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> I mean, that kid was born. That kid is not young enough to be named after Maverick okay. Carter, basically. <laughs> I think he I think he's like 16 or 17 years old. Um, but. so yeah, here are a list of Michael Mike Miller's clients. Okay. Paolo Bancaro. Okay. Wendell Carter Jr. Okay. CJ Ellaby. CJ Ellaby. Um Is he in the league still? Is I he don't still think in the so. It's a lot of guys not in the league. Um Okay. JD Davidson, Boogie Ellis, Dawson Garcia. I mean, these are all people who are not draft eligible until 2025 and 2026. Keontae. He's their agent? Yeah, Jazz. Are they like overtime elite players? They must be. Um, And then he's got. That's illegal in the NCAA. (laughs) Is it now, though? 
with nil. Yeah, maybe maybe you can have an nil agent. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess know. probably you can now. Um. Anyway, good for Mike Miller. Hey, great uh, job, he works buddy. for Lyft Sports Management. Um. Mm-hmm. We love Mike. He's the president of Lyft Sports Management. Actually, I love Mike Miller. Yeah, I like to, I like to think that he also accessorizes his business suits Sean, like he did as a player. Can I can I show you Mike Miller's website real quick? Yes, please. Go to liftsm.com. Liftsm.com. Okay. <laughs> now uh, scroll down to the bottom. Uh, the under the okay, picture. So let, of let it fly, team. Yes, there's a scrolling banner that just for. says "Let it fly, team." That's what lift stands for. <laughs> My God. Um. So Mike Miller actually has tattoos that look like armbands mm-hmm. too. Yep. He has like bracelet tattoos. So like when he's not wearing sweatbands and an elbow guard and all the other Heinrichian. Uh, things he wears now even if he's off the court his tattoos look like that um um anyway so that's Mike a Miller. weird photo of <laughs> we got it like... yeah yeah sorry Sean, uh let's talk about uh the hbo max beef and then maybe just get out of here <laughs> So uh, yeah, we do need to talk about this. this Twitter, this Twitter discussion. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, okay. So I'm. I just want to make sure that I'm. I'm doing my best to pronounce this name. I've never heard it before. This is uh, Farvad Esnashari. Yeah, I think Esnashari. Yeah. Um, apologies to Farvad if I'm saying it wrong, but I think it's Esnashari. He's a Clippers uh, reporter. Um, for Sports he is. Yeah, it's like one of the fan nation sites, I yeah. believe. But I think he's like written for anyway, he's a the, the, the online basketball writer. Yeah. So um JJ Reddick posted a clip of uh I think it's him talking to Paul George. I didn't actually watch the video, but <laughs> it says Paul George on recognizing that in order to give himself the best chance to win, he had to take a secondary role. Fascinating insight from an all NBA player. Uh, and then uh, Farmon quote tweeted and said, Paul George is self-aware, but at the same time, he's making more money than Kawhi Leonard. He's the highest paid player on the Clippers. And then JJ responded, thanks for your input here. Incredibly dumb comment, but you knew that, which is pretty harsh, but also I kind of feel like Farmon started it with the quote tweet, uh-huh. you know? Um. Anyway, and then Farvod uh, hits hits the Nas, I would say, in Fast mm. and the Furious terms in this in this uh, internet argument. He responds, "Remember when you used to borrow my HBO account to watch Westworld when I was a, when I was unpaid intern, even though you made millions of dollars." By the way, uh, he is devastated that he left out the Anne in that twelve. <laughs> you know, you know, he tweeted it. Looked back, realized he left out a word and it's already going viral. And he just had to be like, oh, God damn it. Oh, that's a bad feeling, Farbod. And then Reddick Reddick wrote, the way you frame things is hilarious. Yes, always have been grateful for your offer. (laughs) It's so funny. Uh, Like... So I guess Farbod, I assume he was an intern with the Clippers. 
Well, actually, I don't really remember when Westworld started. He could have been. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Right. He's... <laughs> I mean, who? Uh, it started. It started when uh, JJ was still a Clippers. So probably he was a Clippers intern. Writes about the Clippers now. Um, so uh, anyway, the it's just. It's just the funniest beef. Uh, like, what a clapback, Joey. It's really funny. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, also, is it weird that J.J. Reddick was borrowing an unpaid intern's uh, HBO Go account? I mean, I guess, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like... Like I, I feel like password sharing is so common that yes. I'm never like somebody's leeching. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, I was using uh, a friend's father's um, <laughs> Directv login for over a decade, <laughs> which was also being used by like everyone I had been a roommate with between uh, like 2011. And 2021, it it stopped working uh, right after the pandemic, unfortunately. But I will always be grateful for that DirecTV uh, login. And, uh, you know, her dad was probably making more money than me, but he was maybe retired. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, how long do you think he'd been saving that grenade to toss at J.J. Reddick? Like years, years. That's the thing to me is like there is so much. He's been thinking about this for years. Which is JJ Reddick's probably like JJ Reddick's probably like yeah that I like typed that into my phone once right and I never (laughs) thought about it again. But also like, do you do you think Farbrug was annoyed that that JJ Reddick was like? watching the shows he was watching and then he'd be on the wrong episode when he opened the <laughs> app again and it just killed him and he'd see jj every day but he like kind of wanted to suck up to him by giving him the password so oh it had to be killing him and then he leaves out the Anne. he leaves out the Anne six years later he finally takes his shot oh. it's so weird to be i mean it's not weird i've definitely uh harbored weird grudges against people for years now yeah. i wouldn't mention them that's the thing <laughs> like you just freak <laughs> well because when that happens you you also have the awareness that you're the psychopath yeah <laughs> in that like it doesn't make it any less real but you do have the awareness that like yeah that would be a crazy thing to do now it also <laughs> i will say it is fucking weird that J.J. Reddick didn't have an HBO login. Like, if yeah. I was a multi-millionaire, I'd be signing up for those things left and right. Like, yeah, exactly. there would be Who nothing cares? I couldn't watch. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I still get I still get a little annoyed. I'm like, MGM, come on. I would, f- I would finally be able to watch <laughs> Mr. Mercedes. I know, god damn it. Um, all right. is that, what is that? What is that even on again? I think it was on Direct TV. Oh, I just want to watch Mr. Mer- I've read the Mr. Mercedes trilogy. Well, that talking about making some confessions on today's podcast, Joey. 
Um, oh, I want to I want to mention that the Quinn, Quinn Snyder, Snyder hates thing. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just, just got to get that in. It um, turns out Halloween sucked. Yeah, um, so he's back to he's so back. He's coaching. Uh, it's pretty much like the it's like the latest a real coach has taken over a team. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, not, not that assistants, okay, assistants take over at this point, and often yeah. they're hired. Like, Frank Vogel probably took over. But anyway, but it's really weird for a fresh hire to come in from outside the organization. I mean, and, I can think of the last time it happened. Uh, was it Nate McClellan with the Hawks? No, he didn't. He was an assistant with the Hawks, so, right? Um, oh, I guess he was, yeah. No, it's uh, George Carl taking over for Michael Malone for no reason for the Kings. Oh, that's with right. With like 15 games left in the season. Yeah, because because DeMarcus Cousins got sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you did you read did you hear uh Mike Malone's sick burn? No. So he went on the Woj pod and it was it was pretty interesting. He was just talking about like uh how unusual it is that he's been coaching in Denver as long as it is, and his kids were just like assume they'd be moving every two years uh mm-hmm. but uh he was very nice about the kings and then they asked him one question about the nuggets and he's like i'll tell you this i've been working here for seven years or whatever and uh not once has the general manager or the team owner come into my office and told me to play four on five <laughs> burn the deck um Here's my question about Quinn Snyder's choice. Uh, does he know that they changed the recipe for Coca-Cola about 100 years ago? And it, <laughs> it no longer contains that substance. <laughs> also, it would be hilarious if he's like, John Collins is a franchise cornerstone. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> All right, Sean, that's our episode. Yeah, that's our episode. <laughs> Um, did you write a song? <laughs> no, I didn't this week. I've been uh, dealing with Pina. Pina's asleep. She's not squeaking anymore. Uh-huh. My dog's name is Pina Noir. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I'll be, uh, you can see me at the, the Golden Squirrel in Oakland on Saturday, May 4th. But if you live in Sacramento, oh my gosh, uh, from March 23rd to March 25th, I will be at the Sacramento Punchline with uh, Ali Makovsky. Oh, that's fun. And I will be spending the majority of my set just chanting Light the Beam. <laughs> and I think I think it's going to go over really well. Um, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Munez, where on February 25th, I tweeted, I'm sick. Oh, my God. Um, that one stings, Joey. Trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, and uh, shut it down. Uh, uh, stop uh, Stop pulling guns on people, everybody. <laughs> Come on, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Maple Mamba number nine. One, two, three, four, five, Dr. James Naismith, well he ain't alive, Dudley, do right, standing in his stirrups, every single pregame meal is drowning in syrup. Spike Lee says his handle's weak, but he's gotta drive cause he can't shoot from deep, I like Wellington. 
down the bed, national McClure. Team's ready to go, metric when we're out on the floor. So what can I do? Canada's my home, and I can live as hobo, I gotta roam. Tim Hortons in my hands, eating ketchup chips. Shark, play the karaoke clip. A little bit of Joel in the lane. A little bit of John Mall going insane. A little bit of Rick Fox on the scene. A little bit of Jamal with two A's setting screens. A little bit of Luke against playing D. A little bit of Kujo shooting threes. A little bit of Cam blocking more Bamba. A little bit of Archie, he's the Maple Mamba. Ah! Now hit the scene, order some poutine, Justin Trudeau is the sexiest, if you can vote to Celsius, make sure you got the bats in the house, today's special had a talking mouse, there's free healthcare if you've got bad knees, and if you call 911 you get the mountain police, look at greasy hair, a little bit of shot dripping everywhere, a little bit of Andrew getting vaxxed, a little bit of Anthony's asthma attack, a little bit of Nick Kiel off the ball, a a little bit of Sumi was really tall. A little bit of Tristan causing drama. A little bit of Arjun, he's the Maple Mamba. Oh, yes! Ice, ice, ice! They're going to the playing tournament in New York City. Still on the money! Michael Mama number nine! Looney's not just a center! A little bit of Fiondu getting benched! A little bit of Nick, he loves Judy Dench! A little bit of Dylan reaching in! A little bit of Mike Smack, remember him! A little bit of Delano, he's got long hair! A little bit of Trey Lives everywhere! A little bit of Dylan in Chris's pajamas! A little bit of Audrey, he's the Maple Mamba! Oh yeah! Maple Mamba number nine! The next generation of Maple Jordan! Maple Mamba number nine! Can you believe this guy's Jordan? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.